And Bingo was his name. O B I N G O. I don't know why someone named the name uh, named their kid Bingo. A lot of old ladies hanging around if you name your kid Bingo. Uh, hello. Welcome to the Harland Highway. Can you see me? Can you see me? No? That's because I'm invisible. Well, I'm not invisible, but can you believe they're figuring out how to make things invisible? We're going to talk about that. Um, eBay. You can buy anything you want on eBay. Wait till you hear what I bought on eBay. And do you have junk in your trunk? You, you're going to say, no, I don't have junk in my trunk. I beg to differ. I guarantee you have junk in your trunk. Wait till we get into that. Um, cameras. Have you got a camera on your phone? Do you have a camera in general? I'm going to talk about the way cameras have changed and the implications of cameras changing. And why do we say cheese when we take a picture? I don't know. We're going to have to talk about that. Speaking of cheese, you ever put that on your cauliflower? Because uh, there's something about cauliflower that you didn't know that you're about to find out. Um and then somebody's dropping by the studio that I cannot stand. He hasn't been here for a while. Someone get me a barf bag so I can throw up all over the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. Relax. Get ready to have fun. Ow! What we've got here is failure to communicate. One cheeseburger with everything coming out. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. This is Harland Williams. I'm a human being. God damn it. Hey, everybody. This is Harland Williams, and you're on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the government doesn't want you to know. Did you know that cauliflower is just broccoli that saw a ghost? It was so scared by the ghost, it turned a pasty white. The government doesn't want you to know. I mean, come on, come on. Come on, come on now. Hey, won't you now? Harlan Williams. And here's something the government maybe shouldn't let us know, but uh, this story came up again, uh, turning things invisible. Can you believe it? Um, I guess scientists at Berkeley and other scientists around the world have been working on uh, cloaking things, which is basically making them invisible. And it, it's not a, a, a matter of science fiction. It's a matter of science fact. And I guess the way they do it is they they divert light around three-dimensional objects that give the impression that the object isn't there. It's like a, a, a cloaking system. Um, and it sounds like they've been able to make a material that potentially bends light around objects to make them invisible. And it, I guess uh, by diverting light around objects they can make things disappear like tanks and buildings and people and uh you know so you you can only imagine the applications that you know people would use this for the military or whatever um 
And here's a little write-up. It says, we see things by gathering the light that bounces off of objects around us. That light brings with it information about our surroundings. But the Berkeley cloaking technique bends light the wrong way so that it diverts around objects instead of bouncing off of them. For example, light from across the room might pass entirely around a desk. When that light reaches our eyes, it only transmits information about the last thing it hits, the wall across the room, giving us the mistaken impression that there's nothing in between. So how about that? Isn't that a little wild? It's You know, I've always said it, and I've said it on this show, man. Anything human beings can think of in their imagination, I think they can make happen in real life. And uh, from what I understand, they were only able to do it for like a fraction of a second. You know, they were able to make uh, some object invisible. But uh, what more do you need? The, the door is open, right? The door is open. Uh, so, you know, further on down the road, you know, what, what started off as a part of a second could maybe sometime be... Uh, sustained for hours and days and weeks or you know imagine you wake up one day and uh downtown is gone or your car's not in the driveway or your wife is missing how i mean uh you know wow it's pretty freaky man we could we could get rid of all the things we didn't want to the only thing is it's a trick it's not like uh, the stuff's disappearing and it's gone. It's still there. It's just that uh, our eyes have been tricked. It's like one of those goofy optical illusions, you know, when you you stare at a checkerboard intensely for nine hours, and when you, you know, you, you, you keep staring, it, it looks like it's moving, or you start to see an old lady's face in it, or, a, you know, a pizza grows out of your eyes, or you know what I mean, don't you? Um... So anyways, I thought that was a fascinating story, and uh, it's just, who thinks of this stuff? Like, some guy wake up in the morning and goes, you know what? That light coming in my window, that beautiful morning light, I'm going to bend that crap. Huh? Yeah, you heard me. I, there's light coming in my window. I'm going to bend it. Well, what do you mean, bend it? Well, I'm going to bend it like I... Bend an old coat hanger. Well, you, how can you? You can't grab light. Well, I'm going to find a way. I, I'm just, I'm in a mood. What? What's wrong with you? I'm just in a mood. I want to bend something. Well, why don't you bend this old coat hanger? No, I need some more challenge. I think I'm going to bend me some light. Well, we don't know what will happen if you bend the light. Well, maybe things will go invisible. Who knows? Oh, don't be a jackass. Things going invisible by bending light. What are you, stupid? I said, what are you, stupid? Where are you? Bill? Bill, where are you? I was just standing here talking to you. Where the hell are you? Oh, I'm right here. No, you're not. Yeah, I just bent the light, jackass. What the hell, you son of a bitch? I'm going to hate you. Yeah, try and find me. Chubby. Oh, you son of a bitch. So I don't know. <laughs> what the hell was that? I just staged a a fight between two people, a scientist and a and a bitch. <laughs> I 
a biatch, and a light bender. So, you know, this stuff amazes me. I don't know if you guys are like, ooh, ah, you're just like, whatever. But, you know, I, 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 I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that before, I'm going to say before 30, nah, maybe I better push it. I'm going to say before 45 years go by, we're going to be floating. They're going to figure out how to make people float. That's my prediction. Will I still be alive? I don't know. I might be floating on my way up to heaven, going into the light, flying into the light. Oh, don't go into the light. My stupid husband will bend it. You'll never get there. Huh? 25, To the fat guy in the tight spandex pants. Yeah, that's right. eBay, man. Online auction. You can buy everything and anything on eBay, man. I mean, you type it in, it's for sale. People are selling anything. I went on yesterday, and I'm not kidding. I bought my dad. Okay, yeah, that's right. I bought my father. He was on sale. I got into a bidding war with some guy in, like, the Netherlands. And I won. I bought my old man, and now it's payback time. I own his ass. Now I burst into his room at like six in the morning. Get up and go take the garbage out, Dad. I thought I told you to rake the lawn, Dad. No, you're not watching that TV show. Mm-mm, you're going to bed early and no dessert, Dad. Comb your hair and take that dirty T-shirt off, Dad. What did you say to me? It's weird, man. When you own your dad, you ever have to spank your dad? You get over here, dad. You pull those trousers down, and I'm going to give you the whipping of your life, dad. Take that, and that, and that. That'll teach you to lip off to me, dad. Wouldn't that be fun, owning your dad? Make him do all the things he made you do? Ha, 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 ha. Thank you, eBay. I'm going to go buy some more stuff. I think I'll buy, like, a Portuguese family of circus midgets, and uh, I think I'll buy uh, an old army helmet and Liberace's toenail clippers and a cabbage shaped like Richard Simmons. Thanks, eBay. More junk in my trunk. Do you use your trunk in your car? Are you one of those people... You ever do that? You Somehow you see in a friend's trunk, like they go to get something or they ask you to go get something out of their car or whatever, and you open their trunk, and it's not like they're going anywhere, right? They're not traveling. They're not, you know, packing their bags for Florida. But you open their trunk, and it, it looks like uh, you ever seen those scenes where a tornado rips through a neighborhood and just scatters everything? And mixes everything together, and you open a friend's trunk, and there's a pair of hockey skates, and a, a dress, and some photographs, and a an accordion, and a recipe book, and some gloves, and a toy dump truck. Right? It's people just do that, and and I don't have a a, a trunk because I drive a pickup truck. So I got the back seat. I got the front seat of my pickup truck, and I got the back seat. And like every 
every like six weeks I go back there and I'm like, oh, here's some tennis balls. Here's some running shoes. Oh, there's that shirt I wanted. Here's an old bag of bugles. Here's a pizza crust. Here's a headshot. Oh, here's that document I was looking for. Oh, there's my briefcase. There's an old bag of Chipotle. I wonder what that smell was. There's some old pretzels. There's a bunch of change. There's a $10 bill. Wow. (laughs) I mean, talk about junk in the trunk, man. Right? It's just like crazy. It's like a flea sale back there. It's like one of those horrible garage sales you go to and people throw their crap all over the front lawn. It's It's in your trunk. It's in your back seat. What is it that we just store stuff in there? And we think, I'll get that later. I'll get that tomorrow. I'll get that next week. I'll get that in four years. And when you clean it out, you feel good, right? Your trunk's all empty and nice. Your back seat's all empty and nice. And you're like, why did I ever let it get like that? What was I thinking? What am I doing? And then you realize everything in your life is like that. Your glove box, your dash where you keep your coffee cup and your change, right? How many of you have like 9 million pennies in your cup holder and coffee stains and Coca-Cola drippings and Kleenex between the seat and your seatbelt's got gum on it, your dashboard's got crap and there's a leave in your windshield wiper and your... It's the same thing. You go in your house, the kitchen's like that. You got that one pile of stuff on the dining room table or beside your bed, right? There's that collection of oddities. There's three CDs and a a, 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 a book you were starting to read and a, a clippings from a magazine and a sock and a little, some kind of weird plug from one of your computers or your phones. Maybe there's a little toy. You know, there's just a, you have these little piles. It's like we're pack rats. We get these little piles of stuff, junk in the trunk, man. It's weird. We're all it's it's like we all we're all like mini hoarders. You ever see that show Hoarders where people just fill their house? Well, believe it or not, we all have a little area somewhere. Maybe it's in your bathroom. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, not me. I don't have a mini hoard. Did he just call me a whore? No, a mini whore. Well, I'm not a mini whore either. No, hoarder. You're a hoard. What did I hear? No, hoard. I heard what? Ugh. Um, but anyways, you probably have that drawer in the bathroom, right? Let's say you got like four drawers and there's one with the soap and one with the razors and one with the medicines. And then you have that one drawer where you're a mini hoarder. It's got the uh, roll on and it's got the dental floss and it's got an old teeth whitening kit and it's got an old brush with hair in it and four or five combs and a shoe And some old ointment that you don't even know what it's for anymore. And some old pill bottle. You know, you're all mini hoarders. Hoarders! I say, your highness, get them! Get the mini hoarders! Yeah. And for some reason, I don't know if it brings us comfort or familiarity or what. 
But every night when you open that drawer or you open that glove box or maybe you have that one drawer in the kitchen that has the pens and the lighters and the thumbtacks and the paper clips and the Kleenex, right? There's that one place where you know, this is just my hoarder drawer. And we know we shouldn't have it. We know it wouldn't take that much time to clean it up. But you're like, oh, wait a minute. Someday I might need that book of matches and a Band-Aid and some cotton balls and a paper clip. I might need them. Or what about that old keychain? I might need that old keychain and and the, the little fuzzy toy. Mm-hmm. Mini hoarders. <laughs> oh god junk in the trunk man maybe go clean it up or maybe just make it worse who knows sometimes you actually find stuff of value sometimes you actually find stuff you're like whoa hey 20 dollar bill or sometimes you find stuff you're like oh my god that's the key to my safety deposit box i forgot i had a safety deposit box i better go check that out So there you go. Just a little tip from me to you. Uh, You know, make sure you check your stuff, keep it clean, and uh, find any money. You know, because I gave you the idea, just send it my way. Well, I don't normally talk about politics. I guess I do sometimes, but I figure with the, uh, you know, the elections uh, heating up, the uh, whole uh, Republican race heating up. Maybe it's time to, uh, you know, check in, see where we're at with uh, with our politicians, see uh, how everyone's feeling, what they're thinking about the big race, and how... Hold on. Is there someone at the door? Who is it? Hi! I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon! Oh, God! What's the matter with you? What are you doing here, kid? I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon! Stop screaming, kid! Well, what do you want me to do? I have to spread the word that cinnamon's here. What do you mean you have to spread the word? Roger, why did you let him in? Oh, God. What do you mean you're spreading the word of cinnamon? Well, do you remember when Jesus walked the earth and spread the word of the Lord Savior God? What are you talking about, kid? Jesus Christ, our Savior, said that the Lord shall walk under the earth for 17 days and 92 days. What What did you just say? That makes no sense. Well, it does if you believe in St. Cinnamon. What are you talking about? St. Cinnamon, the Lord of Cinnamon. There's no St. Cinnamon. Well, clearly you don't read the Bible. I read the Bible, kid. There's no St. Cinnamon. You're making it up. Oh, I am, am I? Yeah, you are. Well, how about this? How about what? How about the Lord saith on the fourth day, he shall come forth, and thou shalt lay down thy cinnamon, because I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon! Get out of here! Get the hell out of here, Roger! Are you kidding me? This idiot comes in here and now he's quoting the Bible. There's ten commandments. Yeah, I know there's ten commandments, kid. Well, maybe there's an eleventh commandment that nobody knew about. There's no eleventh commandment, kid. There's ten commandments. Thou shalt not steal. 
Yeah. Thou shalt not covet thy wife's husband? Something like that. Thou shalt not have cinnamon unless I say you have cinnamon. Because I'm cinnamon boy and I love cinnamon. Get out of here. Up yours. Get the hell out of here, kid. I'm not done yet. Oh, you're not done yet. Why? Because there's more cinnamon to talk about. Because I'm cinnamon boy and I love cinnamon. Get out. Get the hell out. Roger, get him out of here. This kid's escaped from a mental institution. He wanders around talking about cinnamon. That's right, because on the fourth day, the Lord said, let there be cinnamon. And he gave us cinnamon boy. And that's me. I'm cinnamon boy. And I love cinnamon. Get out. Roger, how did this doorknob get into my studio? You want me to call security? Yeah, I want you to call security and have them put up a big sign that says, I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon! Get out of here! Roger, get it done! Okay, ass munch. And knock off the sassy talk. If I wanted sassy talk, I'd ask for Cinnamon Boy, because I love cinnamon! Get out! Biatch. Take a picture of this. I don't know what it is. Remember the old days? You take a picture and flash. The minute you press the button, the flash bulb went off. Okay? Nowadays, you get these cameras. You press the button, and you press the button, and you press the button, and the flash just waits and waits and waits. And then finally, it goes off. And then people bring the camera halfway down, and a second flash goes off. I mean, wasn't technology supposed to get faster and smarter? Was it just just cameras that got retarded? By the time a flash goes off, you could actually hire an artist to do an oil painting of yourself. And by the time that second flash goes off... You'd have time to go to the laser eye surgery place and have your corneas repaired from the in- the intensity of the first flash. Is it just me or the flash is getting brighter, man? I thought I, I thought maybe a supernova went off or somebody lit some magnesium in front of my face. Come on, cameras, take a picture of this. Smarten up. Say cheese. Well, say moldy cheese, because it took so long for everything to happen. The cheese has gone bad. Oh, and uh, by the way, who came up with the say cheese thing? Like, was the original, like, photography thing done by, like, a guy who photographed mice? Like, is, is that the origins of photography? I've created a device to capture the frozen images of rodents. What I do is I lure them out of their holes or their hiding places. I make them stand in a perfect line beside each other. And since they don't smile, I try to conjure up imagery that will cause them to flash their pearly white. So as the mice stand side by side, I yell, Say cheese! And the mice break into broad, toothy, Smiles. It never fails. I don't know who came up with that. Say cheese. It's not like, like, does cheese, like, does cheese make you smile? I guess when you say cheese causes your, 
causes your mouth to go to the sides. Cheese. Try it right now. Huh? Try it. Say cheese. Now, if you say it real fast, you just say cheese. Nothing. But if you drag it out, like make your cheese, make it like three seconds. Cheese. I guess it works. Some oralist, if that's even a word, figured out out of all the words in our vocabulary that there's one word that if you stretch it out and say it, it will cause your mouth to form a what looks like a smile. It's not really a smile because you're talking about cheese. So I got to ask, what do they say in other languages? How do the French say it? I mean, in French, it's fromage. Allez-vous le fromage? That doesn't elicit a smile. Try it. Say fromage. Even stretch it out. Fromage. Fromage. That causes your mouth to go into an O shape. Say them back to back. Cheese. Fromage. Cheese. Fromage. <laughs> There's something to it. So what do the French say? What what word do the French say to get the smile going? Uh, parlez-vous. Uh, I don't know. I'm not fluent in French, so I don't know. What, what do the Germans say? They drag they drag out that E part in Schlagelde Schlogen Fliegen Egan. Schlagelde Flogen Fliegen. I don't know. Wow. We might have uncovered a new mystery here. What is the rest of the world doing to smile when they have their picture taken? I don't know. Maybe it's one of those universal words. Maybe maybe people in other cultures, other countries, maybe it's like a like the word no is almost like nein, yit, no, ne, na, ni. It's kind of the same. Maybe every country has their own version of cheese, huh, cheese, chong chong cheese. I don't know. Big question, big big probing question of the day. Say cheese. And then, I mean, I got to admit, it makes me hungry. You know, some guy's standing there doing my family part. Uh, say cheese, everybody. You know what? Can I just say, like, cheeseburger? Because, you know, you start talking about cheese, Sandy, and I'm, I feel like I need a cheeseburger, you know, like extra onions and pickles. And oh, I could just picture that cheese melting off the side of the bun and dripping down off the meat. Screw your pictures. I'm going over to Burger King, man. Wait, come back. Sorry, man. <laughs> I don't know. I'm stretching. What about cinnamon on your burger? Why don't we just say cinnamon? Get out of here. Well, if you don't like cheese, say cinnamon. Because I'm cinnamon boy, and I love cinnamon. Cinnamon. Take my picture. Cinnamon, cinnamon, cinnamon. Get out. Roger. I thought we were past that demented idiot. I'm on to a new thing, and there he is again. You're really pushing it. You're really grinding it. 
mental case. I'm gonna. I'm ending the show. I'm that. That just now. I'm like sour cheese. That's it. I'm ending the show. Cinnamon boy. I have to apologize. What a dork. What a stupid doorknob of a dork. Um, well, let's, I don't want to go out on a, in a bad mood, so let's talk about some good stuff, all right? How about this? How about uh, I'm going to be in Las Vegas. There, that's good. Um, I'm going to be in Las Vegas at the Paris Casino February 9th, which is a Thursday through Saturday the 11th, 9, 10, and 11. We're opening a brand-new stand-up comedy room at the Paris Casino. This is opening weekend. I'm kicking it off. We're going to have a blast. So uh, come on out if you live in Vegas or in the vicinity, man. And uh, we're going to have a riot, baby. And then don't forget Valentine's Day. Hello. If you're in Los Angeles, if you're in Hollywood and you don't have any plans for you and your date, come down to the Hollywood Improv where I'm going to be doing a special one-night-only Valentine's Day show. And that's a great place. It's fun. It's romantic. We're going to be doing some humor, you know, based on love and romance and intimacy. And, uh, you know, it'll set your evening up. You go out, you have some drinks, you have some chuckles, and then you go back home and do what you got to do. Say cheese, if you know what I mean. Um, And then uh, Dallas... Dallas, Texas. I'll be at the Improv uh, the 16th through the 19th in Dallas, Texas. It's going to be a good time. Haven't been back to Texas for a little while. So uh, come on out and see the kid uh, do his thing. And uh, that's it for the announcements. Don't forget we're back on Stitcher.com. So you can get the Harland Highway on your uh, cell phone. It'll always be there for you. And uh, also, um, don't forget to check out harlanwilliams.com. Go to our store where we've lowered all the prices on all the merchandise during this uh, tough economy. And uh, you know what they say, laughter's the best medicine. So if you want to pick something up, we'll mail it out to you and keep you smiling. And that's it, my friends. Uh, So good to have you here. Tell your friends to jump on the highway, and uh, we look forward to next time. Uh, But until next time, uh, how about this? How about chicken chow mein, baby? Or how about this? Cinnamon! Because I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon! Get out!